0: Well, another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America, and uh, researchers have come to the uh, researchers have come to the claim that Tom Brady may have been paid or compensated as much as six hundred million dollars for his endorsement and promotion of uh, FTX, the failed Sam Bankman-Fried. Financial firm based in the Bahamas, as much as $600 million in total comp. Now, some people on message boards and stuff have said to me, you can't really blame Tom Brady for the downfall of FTX. He was just an athlete who took money to promote something on TV and to his uh, Instagram following and all that. And yeah, of course, you know what I mean? You can't directly blame him for the downfall of this thing. Yet at the same time, were any red flags going off in his mind or the mind of his uh, management when he was offered something like 100 to 300 times what's normally paid to an NFL star for promotion of a mainstream financial product, right? Like, Did any kind of due diligence flags go off? I guess not. But uh, regardless of his legal liability or other celebrities who promoted this trash, regardless of the liability, it makes them look bad. And there's a reputational, definitely a reputational loss to being linked to such a failure and such a criminal enterprise. And now that I've kind of, uh, at least I think I've gotten uh, gotten my mind around how bad the FTX Fallout actually is, now that I understand how far the rod goes, uh, I'm a little bit less concerned, actually. This brings down possibly some celebrities like Tom Brady and some kind of establishment people uh, who got too close to FTX. Some establishment types in D.C. could lose their careers over this. But in terms of the overall ecosystem, not financial advice, uh The overall ecosystem, I just see it's so much bigger than FTX. Crypto really is decentralized, you know, decentralized wealth. And the wealth just kind of reroutes around the damage. So now FTX is gone. But Ethereum and Bitcoin are now the domain of Fidelity, right? Fidelity Crypto uh, is already in waitlist mode where people can sign up for the waitlist. Fidelity Crypto, game over. You can just do a search, Google search for Fidelity Crypto and you can read about it. They've launched an arm. This is the trillion dollar plus, multi-trillion dollar uh, management firm, investment management firm Fidelity. And they're launching a whole new arm that's to give people commission free Bitcoin and Ether trades. So either way, companies like FTX were on the way out, I think, because how can you make three to five percent commission? On every time somebody buys a crypto in your app. When companies like Fidelity are willing to take the plunge and, you know, as a loss leader to get your business in other areas, they're willing to give you free, you know, essentially commission-free Bitcoin and Ether access. You can't compete with that. And, of course, BlackRock which uh, has some central banks as customers. It's like, where do the central banks shop for investments? Well, it seems like they shop at BlackRock, among other places. So BlackRock, who has massive clients, they launched that institutional uh, Bitcoin private trust for storing you know, large amounts of Bitcoin if you're a bank or an institution. And so it's game over. FTX was kind of a parasite that benefited from the recent enthusiasm in the crypto sector. But I think the marketplace will survive. And I think if politicians were to outlaw, you know, basing your crypto firm in the Bahamas, when you're dealing predominantly with US dollars, and wire transfers from US customers, if that were to be outlawed, Uh, And if FTX were to be prevented in some way without, you know, another FTX were to be prevented without heavy handed over the top regulation or outright banning of crypto, I don't think that would be a bad thing. I think we need almost some guardrails so that this doesn't keep happening because it is slowing down adoption of crypto and it does make it look absolutely fucking awful. (laughs) To businesses and individuals who are thinking about accepting crypto they see this and they go oh maybe not maybe i'll stay away right and of course i saw a tweet and a headline from uh the daily caller which is the conservative uh news outlet founded by tucker carlson and the headline was aren't you glad you stayed away from cryptocurrency now and it's just like that that's the stale one of the several sticking points I have with these MAGA conservatives is they're so prickly and wrong on crypto. Aren't you glad you stayed out of crypto? Oh, yeah, I'm sure your readers are glad that you prevented them from the, at its peak, $3 trillion rise. (laughs) At its peak from $0 value to more than $3 trillion in the total crypto ecosystem. Uh, And now still worth a shitload of money. Between Bitcoin and Ether and the other big ones. I'm sure your readers are so grateful that you prevented them. You protected them from that outcome. (laughs) I mean, the fact that big government Democrats are the only ones playing ball with crypto just shows how dysfunctional the kind of Trump led wing of the conservatives have become. And that leads us to our next topic. Trump announced, uh, you know, he announced his candidacy last night. At around 9 p.m. and uh, a number of watchers and politicos have said this is way too early to announce your presidential run it's almost unheard of way too early from a strategic standpoint and the actual strategy according to some people might be to uh, to cast himself as a political victim right to say he's being persecuted by the FBI uh, and that they're going after a, a political candidate. That's his angle. If that's the truth, that's totally pathetic. The FBI doesn't stop investigating you because you're running for office, they don't really care. Uh, so, anyway, a number of people who actually supported Trump in the past have said, like uh, Will Chamberlain, a DC area lawyer and Twitter guy, Twitter personality. I saw him tweet something like low energy right? A number of other people criticized Trump's announcement last night. So uh, I'll leave it to you guys to think what you want about Trump's re-election chances. But certainly the fact that the midterms were weaker than if Trump had done nothing at all, right? If if Trump had kept his mouth shut and had not backed any candidates, just on a historical basis, the Republicans would have gained more seats. So that shows that there's a lot of people out there who You know, we'll vote against Trump out of spite. And that makes him, in my opinion, a a way less, you know, tenable, way less tenable candidate. Uh, I think we can do way better. I keep saying it. I think we can do way better than Trump. Uh, So what else? Oh, we got a new TikTok account. We're testing out our our full relay. We sort of designed a way around the censorship where we just upload to a bunch of different accounts at once. There's nothing they can do about it. It's a free country. If they don't like it, fuck them. If they don't like it over there in TikTok China, then fuck them. But as long as we can outsmart their censorship, we're going to do it. It's good free promotion of everything else we put out. Those videos, when they take off. So, uh, what else going on? Uh, just real fast, links in the description. We have an updated podcast page, so be sure to click on that, check it out. It has all the places, all the podcast apps we recommend using to get the show and has some interesting data, interesting data on the show, like where we're at right now and the charts and stuff. So give that link a click if you want. And then also a link to Fulcrum TV, which I think is one of the more impressive things we've ever put out. And most people don't even know that it exists. It's a live stream. I won't say any more. It's a 24-7 live stream. So give that a click. Pretty interesting. And uh, that's it. Thank you, guys. You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. FulcrumNews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.